Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Peyton's podcast, Peyton's POV. I am here today with Shayna Fopiano for my third episode. Shayna is a professional boxer from Everett, Massachusetts, and she fights in a lightweight division. She trains in Middleton, Mass. And so I'm just so excited and honored to be here with her. Um, I just want to get right into things. Shayna, why don't you tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself? All right. So um, obviously my name is Shayna. I'm 29 years old. I've been training boxing for just about 10 years now. Um, I turned professional, I want to say it was five years ago and I've had five fights. So a little bit of a slow start, but luckily still undefeated. Um, when I finished, I my, finished my last fight, I was ranked top 10 in the country um so pretty exciting stuff and I'm, I'm looking to fight very soon again so I'm in the gym training um yeah so it's a little bit about me I'm, I live in Tuxbury, Massachusetts now from Everett yeah that's so. so cool so tell me a little bit about the transition between when you first started out boxing and your professional start you said it was like five years in yeah so when I first started I actually um I didn't have any intention of fighting right when I when I began. Um, I, I basically uh, needed a little bit of help with my self-esteem and my mom recommended that I started like some sort of martial arts or some sort of combat. So she got me a group on to go and try box like a boxing class or and it wasn't even really a boxing class. Mm -hmm. It was all, you know, you get in there, you work with the trainer and so I showed up, I gave it my all, um, realized how difficult it really was and uh, actually threw up that day or <laughs> uh, forget it. <laughs> um, but I just remember feeling like, wow, this is, this is like, I've never felt anything more challenging. I played sports my whole life. Um, I played softball, basketball, I ran track. I did cheerleading for a long time. So I did all sorts of different sports, but so, like there was nothing like this that I've ever experienced. So um, I tried it, thought it was a great workout. Um, I stopped going to that original gym and then I met my coach um, who is still my coach now after all these years. Um, and he basically gave me the opportunity to, to train with him and he only trained pros. Um, so I decided, hey, let me jump in and see how it goes. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. That brings me to my next question. Um, you kind of just talked on it a little bit, but I was I was going to ask, um, how did you start getting into boxing and at what age? And just tell us a little bit about, yeah, your story, how how you got into boxing. You said you try all these different sports and your mom got you the group on, but what, initial, what initially led you to, I want to start boxing? So when I was in, gosh, I want to say even like middle school, I guess it started in middle school. I was uh, bullied a little bit um, and I was like very intimidated. And I was, I was the girl who would run away from those girls. And I had no idea. I was horrified. I would run home. I would hide and hope that they couldn't figure out how to get into my house. I was absolutely terrified. And so as you can imagine, I had really, really low self-esteem and um, didn't think I could defend myself. And I was, I was scared. So um, I guess it all kind of stemmed from that. And even if I didn't realize it straight away, like along the way, I did realize that I just 
really wanted to figure out how to defend myself because I never, ever wanted to feel that way again. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about that last week. Forgot to mention to the listeners that I met Shayna last week at work at Publish and Grill in Seabrook. I was waiting on her and a group of her girlfriends and we just got to talking and here we are. So I'll say it again. I'm so excited. Um, but anyways, back to my question. Um, what, what did you do before you got into boxing while you were going through all this figuring out what, what can I pick up to defend myself, as you said? So, um, I, like I said, I had no idea that I was even going to go down this path at all. Like I, I've always been like a lover and not a fighter. And to be honest, despite, you know, my background right now, I am still a lover and not a fighter. I, I do it for work. It's business. But at the end of the day, like I, I, I pride myself in being a very caring and compassionate person and I will love you very, very deeply. So I never intended on fighting anyone or hurting anyone. Um, but um, so before this, I, you know, I finished high school, I graduated from Everett High School in 2010. And my intention was to go to school and follow my family's footsteps, which was in the education field. So I went to college, um, I completed one year, I dropped out, I uh, went for early childhood education, like my whole life. And I don't know if it stems from you know, the bullying thing of feeling uncomfortable going to school and just like not feeling like safe, I guess. I didn't really like going and, and I, I was absent a lot. I missed a lot of days of school to the point where I almost didn't graduate high school. And, and it wasn't me trying to be, I wasn't necessarily like a bad kid per se. I just didn't feel comfortable going. And I, I don't did. know if that dragged over into college, but once I was in college, I had the same kind of vibe where I was just like, this isn't for me. Um, and I, you know, as much as I tried and I really wanted to, I just knew like it wasn't for me and I needed to do something different. It's amazing. I, I love hearing more about your so, story. This you is one of my favorite questions I have prepared, but I'm very curious. Describe to me a day in your life as a professional boxer. Okay. So when you're in camp, so as a professional boxer, like if you're, you're, you sometimes are in something called camp, which is basically like the weeks leading up to a fight. So I'll, I'll talk about that because I guess that's more in intense or more um, detailed. So um, basically you wake up. So when you have to fight, you have to make weight um, and that can vary. So you have to lose between, it depends, like every fighter is different. But for me, I usually lose about 10 to 15 pounds before a fight. And that's within, uh, I would say like eight, eight to 10 weeks. It's, it's a lot fast. So um, it's important to incorporate like road work or some sort of cardio. Uh, at least that is what worked for um, me in the morning before work. And I would run usually about three miles or I would do sprints or hill sprints or just something to get my metabolism going for the day. And I would come back, you have your breakfast. Uh, and the, at the time I was, I would go to work and then um, after work, I would go to training and then I have training for probably about, uh, I would say three hours. And in that time, you, uh, you do all sorts of things between like sparring, which is like, um, like fake fighting, I guess, like fighting with mm -hmm. the bigger gloves and um, things like that. You would work on mitt work, which is when someone holds the pads for you. You work on shield work, which is when someone uh, wears like an actual um, pad on their stomach. Um, you would do drilling, which is back and forth punching with your teammates. 
Um, so all these different things that you would do during training, there's also uh, strength training involved. And um, when you do strength training, like for boxing, you usually do uh, sports focused strength training. So everything is like explosive training, nothing super heavy. Um, so yeah, strength training, conditioning. And then after that, you get a good meal in and usually you hit the sauna after or something just to keep the sweat going because you need to get those pounds off. You gotta get those pounds off, so. That leads me to my next question, actually. I'm not only learning more about you, but boxing as a sport in general, um, mm-hmm. especially as a, as, a, as a female athlete trying to shed those pounds in a certain amount of time, having a time constraint on it. Like, tell me a little bit about that, um, what your, your diet, workout routine. Um, tell any- me a little bit about that. Um, okay. so, um, I will say, so I've been lucky enough. Uh, my husband was a former bodybuilder. Um, he's from the UK and, and when he was also there and he would train bodybuilding, he, um, he was really good at managing his weight. And, um, so I've been very fortunate to have him on my side, helping me out with the portions and things like that. Um, so basically like very, it, it starts dramatically. So you go from like a super high to a super low. So like you're weighing your food every day down to the gram, um, to the cup, nothing extra. Um, if like you're craving snacks or sweets, which as you know, like our time of the month, like it happened. Yes. Yes. Luckily I've gotten pretty creative over the years, but my go-to, and this people are probably gonna think I'm crazy for this. My go-to snacks. This is how intense it gets: is sugar-free, sugar-free gum, or seltzer water, because the bubbles always used to fill up my stomach, and it was a little bit sweet. Um, as like depressing as that sounds, but you do what you got to do to make it work, yeah. right? So, um, I would say those are my like main main things. So like really cutting down um, the week of, you want to cut down on your carbs um not a lot of salt because salt makes you retain a lot of water so once a month as you know we get our period and it makes you retain a lot of water um that can be a pretty scary thing when you know you have a weigh-in the week after and like you just couldn't get that water weight off so like that definitely is pretty stressful and I think like as uh females we have like that disadvantage so it's always good to prepare and get ahead of the game um, if you know that's coming. So um, that's that's one thing. Another thing is if I'm getting close to the weigh-in and the pound, say I still have five, say it's the week of the fight or days before the fight and I still have five to go. Different, there are different methods to get it off before the, the uh, weigh-in. So for example, I would get into a very, very, very hot um, bath and you add like a whole lot of Epsom salt and you can sit in the bath and it will, it will basically suck all the water out of your skin and you just get very, very lean. And um, so that's really effective um, as well as wearing, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like a sauna suit or like a trash bag suit. So you can work out in that and that can also help you get some of the water, the mm-hmm. excess the good thing is um after usually the weigh-in is the day before a fight and so after you weigh in you're able to replenish your body of all the like the nutrients and um everything that you lost in that cut 
So you have all the electrolytes back in your body. Um, you get like some really good foods, really good carbs, good fats. And that makes you feel like a million times better for the day of the fight. So I'm so curious. That is all fascinating. I didn't, I had no idea about any of that. I, I honestly couldn't imagine, especially like you said, not that it's a disadvantage because it's like a normal female humanly, humanly <laughs> bodily function, but like the whole factoring in the menstrual cycle, I, I, I would have never even considered that for boxers or female athletes in general, how that affects a routine, a diet, a workout. But I have a question. Did you like have to research all this or did, did you learn this from your husband, you said, or like teammates, coaches, like where did you gain all this knowledge on what works, what doesn't like, tell me about that. I think it was a combination of all of those things. So it was, um, because I, because I was surrounded by so many like men and especially in the beginning, um, there's a lot more females and women doing, uh, boxing now, um, more than ever really. Um, but I had to kind of do a lot of research on like the whole like menstrual cycle situation. I had to figure that all out, like with, with Google, thank God for Google. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like a lot of like, like the salt baths, I was telling you about like the sauna suits, like the sauna, things like that. Like I heard from like my coach and like my teammates and, you know, my husband would help me with that stuff. But um, yeah, as far as like the, the period stuff goes like that was yeah you just had to google and like hope for the best and I, what I will say is it took me just about all five fights to figure out how my body worked yeah so every, right I'm sure you must have learned something dip something new about your body after every fight and will continue to do that that's 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 amazing that's right. amazing so my next question um what are some challenges you have faced as a woman in this professional sport um, I would say the number one thing is just like something that I see pretty much, I guess I would say every day, like whether I'm in the gym or just like in general, but when I tell someone like what I do they're it's hard for them to take me seriously. Um, so I, I get a lot of like backlash from that or like, I, there's been a million times I've heard like, why would you want to ruin your pretty face or why would you want to? you know, you know, why would you want to, and like, for me, like, like for me, I just love the sport so much that it doesn't even cross my mind. Like I, it's awful to say, but I couldn't give a crap less what happens to my face. I just want to do it and I want to do it well. And like, if something happens along the way, I mean, it's, it's the hurt business. That's what they call it, the hurt business. And that, and I know that, and that's what I signed up for. So um, that's one thing I would say I get a lot of criticism, for, especially from men, like um, a lot of people will basically say like, you, you know, you don't belong doing this. Like, aren't, why aren't you doing this? Um, you know, it's things like that. But, you know, when you find something that you love, you can't like run away from it. You can't stray from it. It's just is who you are. And so no matter what they say, I'm not, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Right. Oh, I love that. It's crazy to think that some people like have the audacity to tell you what you should be doing. Like, yes, <laughs> especially if you're, you're doing something you love. Like, why does that affect anyone else? No, I totally, I can even tell just from like the few times we've talked already. I, I think I could have answered that question for you because as you were speaking, I was like, that is, that is 
so spot on. That is so true. So, so this is kind of similar, but I'm curious to know about um, the differences in men's boxing compared to women's, like um, multiple aspects, like compensation, uh, like broadcasting, viewing, all any anything, any of that kind of stuff. So um, I think it's pretty, it's like a pretty um, known, known fact that men are paid a lot better than women are. Um, and I think that's kind of like across the board in, in most sports, right? Yeah. What I will say is there are promoters now, um, such as there's a, a promoter named Eddie Hearn. He uh, it's Dazen or Dazom. And he has, he's basically based over in the UK and he's been running a lot of women's all female cards um, on TV, not pay-per-view, um, which is huge and paying them a, like a very large amount of money. There's another um, another boxer that's pretty well-known, well, uh, YouTube, I guess, YouTuber, right? That's pretty well-known, Jake Paul. Um, he took on a, a female fighter named Amanda Serrano and she ended up fighting the top one of the or I guess we're saying the number one people may say number pound for pound female fighter in the world Katie Taylor in my opinion those two are the top pound for pound fighters in the world and they both fought and they got a million dollars and before that like that was that was completely unheard of and you know there's a show coming up in um in the UK I believe in September and it's an all-female card it already sold out. Oh, that's awesome. It's finally happening slowly but surely. Well, these girls can can get down and they're entertaining and they work hard and they deserve the money. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Oh, that's, see, I didn't even know any, like, like I, I said, I keep learning and that is like, that makes my heart so happy to hear. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So this is also kind of like a similar question again just like the female athlete women's sports premise but um yeah what what could boxing as a sport do better for its female athletes or even just sports in general for women do the the pay and just the exposure because um it's so hard I feel like it's we have like a stigma of like females like you just want to like watch girls have a cat fight but like there are some very skilled fighters out there that deserve the recognition that they're they're not getting. Um, so I would say one is exposure and two is we need we need more money for what we do because we work. Like I know firsthand and I will pride myself in saying this, but I work just as hard as the guys, if not harder in the gym every damn day. And then if he turns around and gets more money than me, I just, that's absolutely not right. So, and I know like majority, of these women out there are doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, I would say, I would say more, more money and more exposure. I can't believe we've been having this conversation about that still. <laughs> like it was just like, how is it 2022 and this is just now happening? Anyways, um, this is this is also one of my favorite questions that I had prepared. Um, what are you thinking right before a fight? What's going through your head and your body? Um, I would say right before a fight I feel extremely focused and I feel I try to keep myself as calm as possible because 
this is something that I've, I've learned to be true. And I would say my first four fights, I went off of just straight adrenaline and was just like, let me get out there and just like throw my hands. But this past fight, I feel though I've had five pro fights, I feel like this previous fight, my last fight was my pro debut. And I will say because of my mindset and, and what I learned from it. And it's that you absolutely like your instincts will kick in you, what you put in the gym before your fight is what's going to happen in the fight. So all the preparation is done. So when they say train hard, fight easy, it's absolutely true. Um, so before a fight, I always like to remind myself basically like you've done all the work, you know, your, your mind, your mind and your body are going to know and do what it's meant to do in the moment. And basically like, don't put any extra pressure on yourself. Don't overthink about anything. Just do because, you know, you train all those weeks in that hard. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna all line up and it's all going to happen and it's all going to work out. So, um, the fight already happened in the gym before you got there, you know? Right. That, that's, that's what I was going to say is, is it almost as if like the training is the hard part? Oh, absolutely. If it's not, then, then you probably weren't training hard enough. <laughs> right. Oh, that I had never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Well, what was the saying? You said train hard, fight easy. Yep. I, I like that. I like that. Um, do you have a pre or post fight routine? Um, I would say my pre or post my pre fight routine is usually I like to listen to music. That's what, uh, that's what, that's what I was going to ask pre sorry to interrupt. You got me so excited. Pre, <laughs> pre, pre fight snack or song or both. Oh, both. So, um, <laughs> so pre fight snack is always, I like to keep it the same. I like to um, keep the, the food the same because I don't want my body to be like, what the hell is this? I've been eating this all camp. And then you're going to throw French fries at me and I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, it's not. So I like to keep the same, same food protein bars, just like is, is boring. And as much as I'm trying to eat like real good carbs and like really like nasty fried food, like I know my body is still needs that to keep it rolling, like to I'm keep the gas running. So, um, I would say that's what I do for food. Um, as far as music, I love listening to like rap and Drake and hip hop and like things like that. Like that for some reason is just like, that gets me going um, for sure. But I also find it really important to meditate and just to be in like a good state of mind because it's just like, it's so easy to, to you know, drive off the tracks right before you're about to go in. So keeping myself like level-headed, focused, calm is, is everything. I don't like, like going in and be like, I'm going to kill this, but like, it's, if you're calm, composed, you're a smart fighter and you'll see things and you can slow yourself down. And that's way more dangerous than going in like, ah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting because I would have thought the complete opposite, but I guess the way you put it, it absolutely makes sense. Like being in the zone rather than just like reckless. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So All I'll right. post, post fight. Yes, please. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I won't fight. I am going straight for that pizza. That literally anything I want to eat. I love spending time with my friends and my family. Like we'll usually go out and grab a drink after. Like depending on how I'm feeling. If like my head's a little off, maybe not. Um, but I usually like to go out and have some drinks and like just relax and and earn the, <laughs> the peace that I worked so hard for all camp because mostly you don't see them you know what I mean? you don't get to like go out to dinner every night you don't get to go drinking like that's that doesn't happen when you're in camp like you are literally locked down and the friends who know know and the friends who don't you don't be friends with anymore <laughs> oh that's so true that's probably the best feeling though just get getting like a reunion post-fight reunion it's so nice <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, for my next question, um, what do you what do you see for yourself in your future as far as boxing or even anything beyond your sport? Um, first and foremost, I guess like continuing with this, I want to continue to to fight, and I definitely want some sort of world title belt. Absolutely, um, that's like the ultimate goal for me. Um, outside of boxing, I would love to because I know like what it's done for me in my life, and anyone who has done boxing can can agree with this, but I, because I know what it's done for me in my life and my confidence and like who I am now as a person, like not to be corny, but like, I really want to pass that on to like other girls. Like whenever I see little girls in the gym, I'm always like giving them fist bumps and I'm like, come on girl, like, let's go because it'll change their life. And, um, in so many ways, even if they don't decide to fight or anything, just like that confidence you get from it, you carry it on into like the workplace and just like with your friends and your family and, it's priceless. So I would like to pass that on, basically give what boxing gave to me. That's amazing. Um, this might be a stupid question, but I actually don't know anything about this. Is boxing, a, is there a women's Olympics for boxing? Yeah. So there is a women's Olympics for boss, boxing. Ooh. Oh God, I'll have to look up exactly when it started, but it's only been Oh, gosh, it hasn't been many years. I think it's only been like two or three years since they actually allowed women to wow, compete. Wow, that's it? That's it. I think it was like 2012. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. But it was it was that recent, like within like 10 years, like they just started allowing women to compete in boxing in the Olympics. Wow. Huh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I, I had no idea. Yeah, it's pretty awful. But yeah, now that now now they're taking over as they should that that could be you yeah I, well so that's the other thing so olympics you can't compete in the olympics if you're professional it's um it's amateur level despite how oh, really yes despite how amazing they are um you you need to compete in the olympics as an amateur so if you became professional could you like backtrack and I, yeah i think be I, amateur I, to then yes yep I've seen someone do that recently. Interesting. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's so interesting. I was like, would... really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. <laughs> All right. This is also, I already said this twice, but also one of my favorite questions because I've been asked this about my own, I mean, my own budding career that's different from boxing, but I think like this is very interesting. Um, 
what life skills has being a professional boxer taught you? I'll start there. It's a two-part question. But okay. what life skills has being a professional boxer taught you? Um, number one will be um, knowing my worth or uh, confidence. Um, basically, just knowing that I can do anything I set my mind to, which is which is huge. Um, yeah, so I would say those three things: confidence, um, knowing I can do anything I set my mind to, and yeah, like those are those are that those are the things. And that's everything for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And then alternatively, what skills slash characteristics would you say you had going into boxing that have benefited you thus far? Um, definitely my determination, my competitiveness, um, and my relentlessness. I love those describing words. I feel like you can learn so much about a person just by asking a question like that. This is just kind of like a fun little question. I just have a couple more left mm -hmm. um, and then anything else you want to add, but uh, what do you enjoy doing outside of boxing? Um, I would say I love to cook, um, which is kind of terrible considering I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, I love spending time with my family. I have a two-year-old nephew who is... I love him so, so very much. So I love spending time with him. Um, and I love to dance and just hang out with my girlfriends and like kind of like let loose, as you know. So like those those three things are key for do, me. But I would say cooking, dancing, hanging out with my girlfriends and my family. What's your favorite thing to cook? Oh, Italian, because I'm Italian. So I... Oh, I made, I made meatballs, sauce. I made homemade bread yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. Did you get to eat it? Did you get to eat it? I did. Yeah, I had, well, I, I, I was good about it. You know, like I didn't like overdo it, but I had some, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. As you should. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. All right. This is my last question before, if you want to add anything else, but uh, this is, this is the rest of what I have prepared. Um, but uh, what what advice would you give to an up and coming young female athlete who is pursuing her athletic dream? Um, my advice would be, no matter what anybody says, just keep going because there's going to be a lot of people along the way that tell you you can't do it or you should be doing this better. Or you could have done this. There's going to be so many of those people like and it's going to get worse the more successful you get. So my advice would be to focus on yourself, stay in your own lane, put, you know, put your blinders on and just keep going and don't give up because there's going to be good things coming. Like hard work always leads to, to good things. So you can't go wrong and stay persistent and never give up. Oh, absolutely. I love that. I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind. I'm going to have that written down after this, after this episode comes out. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but is there anything else you want to add, Shayna, about yourself or boxing in general, women's athletics, the future, anything at all? Um, I want to, I just want to say that I hope if nothing else from this, that I can inspire some other girls to, to do this because it changed my life in so many amazing ways. And I just hope that, you know, someone can look up to me one day and be like, she can do it, I can do it. So hopefully I can 
I can help someone in some way in this sport. I feel like I can say that about myself, like in regards to you already having this conversation with you and meeting you and just like, uh, yes, I look up to her. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. Um, thank you so much again, Jana. You're so welcome. <laughs>